I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We've got a lot of work to do. Um, I thought we had a couple good practices, but you never know. Coming in here... I've seen Georgia Tech a couple times, and they were they they they're capable. I thought we did a good job with DeVoe. We just didn't let him get comfortable, and uh, you know that was you know he's one of the, you know leading scorer in the league. So you, you know do a good job on him. That's a big part of your defense. Yeah, you know when you make threes, it just changes the game. Uh, Marek gets the ball in the middle and is able to get in the lane and make plays out of the lane. Um, I thought he was. You know, good today. His numbers weren't, you know, great, but they were, you know, pretty good. Yeah. He was pretty good today. But Barama was good. He was played defense. He, you know, made some steals, got some rebounds. He was, he's getting back to healthy. He looked, he looked, he was a, a big factor today. Every game's important. It's every game for us is important. You know, it's, it's there's no one game. You've got to play them all, and you, you're going to have some ups and downs. But you got to be ready to play. And you, you know, it's you don't get many easy games on the road uh, in this league. We've lost down here the last couple times, and uh, you know, I just think our movement was good, and we made shots. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. What's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Q's Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the only Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a voice. Welcome. Happy Monday. It is uh, happy Monday. It is a day late, and we apologize. Blame Joe for that, as usual. Yep. So, um, look, hey, we did it. Hey. They did it. The Orange controlled the pace uh, from start to finish against Georgia Tech. They scored ninety-seven points on the road. Uh, final ninety-seven to sixty-three. And Syracuse improves to five and four, one and one in the ACC. And we head to Georgetown. That's where we'll play our rivalry game um, next Saturday. So they get a week off, December 14th at 1 o'clock. And I guess it's on Fox. So we will give you the post game for Georgia Tech. And the Georgetown preview will come later this week. So um, just so much stuff to fit in when you win. You know? Yeah. Hey. Uh, you got more to talk about, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I mean, you got a big head. You got a big head. You want to win a hat? Look at this hat, Joe. It's nice, right? Look at that fitted. Yeah, it's a nice hat. It's, nice hat. Yeah. It's large, extra large. You can win this hat. All you got to do is go to iTunes, 
And um, maybe if you like the show and you want to give it five stars and embellish a little bit on a written review, do that. And we will pick a winner at random as soon as we get a get a handful of these. And you could win the hat. Everybody else can can win a little swag as well. If you don't win the hat, you still get the swag. And it's a win win mm-hmm. win. You can't. There's no losing here. There's none at all. No. So go there, iTunes. That really helps us out when we get those reviews. And um, we greatly appreciate all of those who have already done so. So that is that. Um, Let's talk about Blue True. Let's talk about them. If you want to increase your performance and get extra confidence in bed, listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it works. You could take them anytime, day or night, on a full or empty stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you could be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online and it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. Uh, when you use a special promo code armchair, just pay the $5 shipping, get get the get the pills for free. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code armchair, try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. We thank them for sponsoring this podcast and Armchair Media. And remember, they don't promise any guaranteed results, and it does not cure any disease. So, with that said, I've got good news, I've got bad news. Your mic is rubbing all over your hood or something. No, my bad, buddy. Um, so, <laughs> we got good news, we got bad news, Joe. I had a, yeah, what's the good news? The good news is uh, we had a wide receiver commit over the weekend. Damian Alford, a 6'5", 210-pound wide receiver. Uh, he picked uh, Syracuse over such schools as Georgia, Oklahoma, Miami, Florida, Florida State, Tennessee, Penn State, and uh, a few more. He's rated three stars, and he's ranked 119th best player in at his position and 101st best player in the whole state of Florida. Now, remember, the state of Florida pulls some talent. So that says a lot, 101st. Um, And this is all according to 24-7 Sports. Uh, He said, uh, I quote, it feels like home, no more visits. So he sounds... There you go. I mean, that's pretty pretty positive sounding. So 65210, Joe. Well, the interesting thing here is that he moved from Canada down to Florida. Oh, really? This past year, so yeah, interesting, so interesting. no wonder why it feels like home, right? So yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah, I looked at his tape, um, and obviously there's going to be some weaknesses and there's going to be some strengths, and you got to look at the fact that you are going against high school kids, and he is six five. So you know there were some things where it was just like wow, unfair matchup. But um, you know he does some wide. They did some wide receiver screen stuff and a lot of like fades and posts and slants and stuff like that. So uh, yeah. Get some size in here from the state of well, from Canada, state of Florida. Same thing. It's helped us out. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. So the bad news is we had the commit. We talked about Charles Bell the fifth <sighs> back before the season started. He uh, was going to be in the class of 2020 defensive back, and he he decommitted. He said in a Twitter post to respect my decision. 
you know, he's going to open his options back up. He's five foot, uh, five eleven, hundred ninety five pound. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. I kind of three star three star rated guy. Yeah, I know. You know, here's the thing with me, and I I agree with you. Like, I agree um, that there's certain prospects you look at and you're like, yeah, this is going to be something, you know, or you get, you know, you you just get get good. You get a good feeling and you get you feel confident about certain players coming in. But I don't I don't know, man. It's disappointing. But on the other hand, too. I mean, you never know until they're here and you see what they got, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like it is what it is. You know, I th- I almost feel like basketball is a little different. You know what I mean? It's more black and white, I feel like, with basketball. You kind of know what you're going to get with basketball more than you do football, I think. You know, so anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's... I guess you never know when it comes down to the physical aspect. A lot of times, yeah, there's a lot of kids that are more physically ready. Uh, and I guess you really don't have to be. Yeah, I mean, obviously, college is basketball. You know, basketball is a physical sport, but it's not the same as football. So, again, it's not really a lot of situations where true freshmen can come in and help all the time. Uh, so, yeah, you see it more in college basketball. So, yeah, I was a little upset about the decommit. Uh, I liked the commit, the, the one receiver commit. Uh, and I guess we'll just see what happens here. I think we're only nine days away, ten days away from uh, the early signing period day. So, yeah. Uh, I guess we'll see what happens. I think this next week and a half will be pretty busy. So, yeah, it's gonna be busy. It's gonna be busy again, and we've got, you know, thankfully we got a little bit of time here for the rivalry game coming up, and what it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out um, once that game finishes up too. Heading in, what we got three kind of I don't want to say gimmies. Nothing's a gimme, but there's three kind of easier games. Uh, yeah, North Florida, com- Oakland, and Niagara. Yeah, less competitive, let's just say. Yes. And uh, get a little bit of a break after Georgetown. It's going to be interesting to see what that game against Georgetown at Georgetown is going to look like. But the Orange did bag a much-needed win in Atlanta despite entering the game as a three-point underdog. I had a hard time personally wrapping my head around this game while it was being played. I just couldn't. <laughs> I, just couldn't I didn't understand. I mean, I was sitting here like, I mean, is, is Georgia Tech this bad or, or has something clicked for the orange and um you know only time will tell hughes helped fuel a 14-0 run with three straight threes uh they took a 17-4 lead at that point and Hughes never looked back um as a team syracuse shot 14-33 from distance 50.9 percent from the field and the orange defense held the yellow jackets to 38.1 percent as a team from the field uh hughes led the orange with a career high 33 points but that didn't stop about 10 students that attended the game to yell air ball every time he touched the ball which is just <laughs> is it not only stupid, but I mean he lit their asses up. So, uh, well, considering they were down what thirty something, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to be extremely bored to sit there and pay, you know, to do that and, and, and be that antagonistic when you're getting your asses kicked that bad. Uh, well, I guess the, there was nothing else better to do. Right, exactly. But that's what I mean by bored. Uh, those right. those thirty three points, most an opponent uh, opponent has scored on uh, Georgia Tech at their home court. And buddy, he got hot in the second half. He scored a career high as well with twenty six. With that said, uh, one of the biggest takeaways besides the 33 points besides the two besides the two stars of that team um, having their best games uh, point wise in the career uh, in, in an orange jersey um, the 17 minutes Howard Washington played probably his best minutes that he's ever played in orange uniform we talked about adversity we talked about diversity in, as a team overcoming that they did that well, you want to talk about someone that's overcome some adversity it's Howard Washington 
And um, he did. He scored two points, and that came at the line. But he uh, added eight assists and one steal on defense. And I just look forward to seeing what kind of role that he might play going forward. Did he jump? Did he jump over Goodine? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, kind of what it looks like, right? It, it kind of looks. I mean, if 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 the trend holds, it looks that way because Goodine struggled. That was probably the only the only rough spot of the game, I guess. Really. I mean, I could. No, just he doesn't look like he's ready. Obviously, yeah, uh, he comes yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. He comes in. He looks timid. He loses the ball, and uh, we don't have to worry about that with Howard Washington. And again, he brings a little height. He he has length, uh, you know, long length. arms. Yep. He's, he's six, six three, six four. So uh, he was poking the ball around, getting his hands on uh, some things, and obviously the eight assists. Uh, he's an unselfish player, so he's not he's a facilitator, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he'll shoot the open shot, and he's made some threes this year. He's worked on a shot and through the off season, but uh, you know, this is one of those guys that I thought was probably going to get lost in the shuffle. And for all intents and purposes, he was in the beginning, right? Uh, if Carey comes out and performs, true, and, Ger- and Gerard does what he does, uh, or Gadine does a little bit better, then he's probably still on the bench. But at this point, uh, with Carey's injury and Gadine in the way that he's been playing, he's kind of forced Bayheim's hand to the point where he's got to go with Washington, and now. This is what we talked about earlier in the in the year when um, when we were speculating on who's possibly going to be the guys who transferred it's, who wasn't going to find a, a yeah. role or a home on this roster, right? And it's tryouts, uh, it's tryout time. And, well, yeah, and we talked about it. We said, you know, when they get an opportunity, when they get a chance to take advantage of it, and right now he's got the opportunity. I feel like to to kind of grab that backup guard role. Um, by the horns and, and kind of take it and, and carve out a role. I mean, obviously you don't know what's going to happen. Even, even with his defense in, in, if he's got guys that he can get, if he can get the ball, the hot hand with the defense and being able to facilitate, it's almost all you need sometimes. Yeah. 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 And again, I mean, you're obviously going to have the growth of Gadine and you're going to have right. carry coming back from the injury. So uh, you have this time right now to kind of see now, obviously, I'm looking at Jalen Carey as most likely a, a redshirt candidate with missing eight to ten weeks, obviously. So, yeah. um, again, that's really what it comes down to. If Gadine can can if he can grow and he can get better in practice, I'm sure Beheim's still going to try to get him in there and sprinkle him in there when he can. But uh, for right now, it looks like he's kind of taking a role, you know. Yeah. Howard Bra- or Robert Braswell's had he's had a little bit of you know couple couple more minutes against some of these teams, and uh, it just seems like he hasn't been able to really shine like Howard has. So again, Beheim, he, I mean, we knew he was going to do it with the depth. If he didn't play or if the guys weren't ready, if you weren't playing defense, he was going to put some guys out there. So, well, the second time this team has scored 97 points this year, which is crazy. I would have never guessed that they were going to score 97 points against Georgia tech. I, no. ne- I never saw it coming, but boy, when they started that game off and Hughes was just like, no, I, th- I didn't think he was going to miss a damn shot. He was, yeah. he well, was that's so what good. It ends up making, that's so, what it ends up feeling like, right? Yeah. That, that, again, yeah. Well, I mean, Georgia Tech, they looked a little lethargic coming out the gate. They, they didn't did. look, you know, did, and yeah. sometimes noon games on the weekends, that can that can happen. Yeah. We, uh, it's yeah. happened to us before, right? Yeah. It's happened absolutely. to us at 7 o'clock like, games and on a Tuesday. But, <laughs> you know, it's just <laughs> you, you come out like that and you hit those shots, and that's kind of demoralizing. Well, they took a 2 nothing lead, and the next thing you know, it was 9-2 to two, and then 12-4. to four, And 17-4. to four. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, then you can't. So, and it could, and honestly, when you look at the numbers, it could have been worse. I mean, we, we shot, we shot really good. You know, the free throws, obviously really 83% good. 83% at the line, uh, 25 for 30, obviously the best of the year there. 
Yeah, but um, I mean, you look at the. I mean, we had 17 turnovers. Yeah, that's crazy. 17 turnovers to their 19 turnovers. So, uh, you know, if we take care of the ball a little bit better, then that could have been possibly even worse. So, yeah, and you know, again, th- you look at the score and you look at how well they were scoring and how easy they were able to score. And it seems like, you know, did it click or did it click? But, you know, I tend to always remain cautiously optimistic with my obvious concern being, you know, consistency or just, you know, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. we see these things in, in you and I and many others and probably a lot of guys and gals who listen. You don't want to get up over your skis after a game like this and, and, and the highs nope. and lows of being a Syracuse fan. Yeah. You got to just remain in the middle. If you remain in the middle, then yeah. <laughs> you do not expect this every game exactly. is what Sean's trying to say. Okay. Exactly. Just- Exactly. Short, it was short a, verse. It was there. a great game. We're yeah. we're going to face a a Georgetown team that is um basically, I mean, Syracuse. If you want to look at it, they got there's blood in the water there. And yeah, we'll, well, we'll, yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about it later. But I'm just saying, you know, having this game and looking forward, the confidence that we've talked about with this team and how badly they thrive on confidence in in good shooting out of the gate. Because that's always been key for any Syracuse team. If they can shoot well to start the game, it tends to be more so than not it's the trend for the game. If they right. start slow, rarely do they get really hot and, yeah. and, and tear it up. So they're not a comfort well, behind it, team. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, too. Just to go back to, I mean, just that whole stand up and clap thing, right? I mean, I think it's great. First basket. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Right, but for some reason, though, hold on a second. <laughs> for some reason, I don't think you think it's really that cool. But go on. Uh, it's just the premise of it. You think it's right? too much pressure? I think it's a little bit of pressure. Number one and number two, I think that it's just kind of just sends it's. It can sometimes start a, the wrong message. Like think about it, we're standing up clapping before anything happens, which is kind of ass backwards anyway. But on top of that, <laughs> great point. Did you just did you think of, I've never really thought about this? Did you think no, when did you I think of this? Of while this you were taking a dump were, or something? N- no, just when you were just talking. And <laughs> and so now it's what good. you're Keep doing going. Is essentially going. the the players they're playing to make a basket. So they're like, oh my gosh, down. I want you guys to sit. It's been five minutes. Oh my gosh, they're but still it's not standing. even. No, but it's not even the players. It's the fans. The fans are sitting there clapping like, oh, I mean. <laughs> It's it's really backwards to me, right? So realistically, the fans are clapping for you to make a basket so they can sit down. Yeah, that's yeah. just it doesn't. I don't know. I'm sorry. That's just it threw. It just came to my head, and I it w- just doesn't make any sense to me. And sometimes it's I, just. I have definitely, I have definitely been watching a game by myself, and it had it, it was just very awkward. And all I'm doing is watching the TV. It's just awkward sometimes. It's like, oh my gosh, it's been four minutes, and these right. people are still standing clapping, and they have not made yeah. a, they have not made a field goal yet. Right, and the the, <laughs> the exact opposite thing you want your team to do, which is stand up and clap, is what they do when you make a basket. They sit down. <laughs> that just doesn't make. I yeah. just, How about we stand just, up? The whole place stands up and claps after the first bucket. Right. Right. How about everyone stands up, doesn't clap, and then as soon as the bucket goes through. Then everybody claps loudly, cheers loudly. Then you can sit down and take it. I mean, something. I don't know. I just was thinking about it, and it was just kind of like I said. It just seemed a little ass backwards. I know it's tradition, and I'll still do it. It's really, so. you know, I I used to know the story on this, and it has yeah. something to do with another team that did it, 
or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in the army and I was watching Syracuse games in my uh, in my room, if anybody wanted to be in there and watch the game in the beginning, you had everyone stood up until they yeah, made everybody stand up until they made a basket. And that was the year they won the national championship. Sure, before oh. I got deployed, so it's coming nice. out, Anthony. It's pretty awesome. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Well, so. um, excellent game for Syracuse. Obviously, yeah. you know, your buddy in in Joe Girard, what he scored ten points, but he did. He, you know, he pissed coach off. You know, I think it's <laughs> I think it's really good for a guy like Girard to get a dose of a Beheim beatdown because oh, yeah. because it's how he's going to learn. He's made some really bad turnovers right, he is traveling he's thrown a bunch of balls away uh, yep. he's actually had a couple couple just stripped out of his hands for a really good ball handler i mean he's been stripped pretty easily a couple of times so you know it's good to have him get 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 um beat up on the sideline by coach and get the glare and have a seat and be humbled you know and right. when you've got you know you've got as many people that can come in and play um it's not such a big deal so um, I don't know. We'll see. Gerard's still struggling. I think he still might be struggling with the pace of the game. If we remember last year, Buddy Beheim was the same way. He was the early. same way. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Early, he had a couple of good games, but he struggled when we played some some you know stiff competition. He yeah. he struggled, and yeah. then by the end of the year, I mean, you could tell this kid is going to be a star. You know, and yeah. I still think that you know, and maybe a little bit this year for Buddy too. You know, starting. It's, over there's going to be just so much growth. Uh, it's just that's the whole thing. Again, we've talked about it. We've hit it every single time. You just got to rear back the expectations. And again, this is just one of those games against a team that obviously it's not a lower uh, conference team. So it's the first team that we've beaten like this, the first ACC win, and it kind of showed you what this team could be when things kind of go their way. Albeit like we talked about, well, you could definitely, you could definitely tell the difference between the big men. Absolutely. And although yeah, Georgia Tech yeah, had yeah. some big men, you could tell the difference between the offensive skill between them and not as some of the other, some of the other guy uh, teams yeah. that we played against and guys we played against. So um, DeVoe, it has a little bit to do with it. DeVoe too, 38 minutes and uh, let's see, seven points. So, yeah. talking well, about and Alvarado one, being out too. Uh, well, obviously, uh, I mean, that's yeah, part of the yeah, game. Obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. that Georgia Tech's a better team with him in there. Obviously, so. But Devoe, uh, uh, he's one of the leading scores in the ACC. So he was the leading scorer in the ACC before was, that game. So okay, well there you go. So yep. anyways, they they had a game plan on defense and they stuck to it. Now my only question, uh, that being Syracuse, it, my only question, the only like really unknown that I have. I mean, you heard coach and the coach montage say, you know, he's he's seen Georgia Tech this year play pretty good i've never watched georgia tech this year so i can't really speak to it i know that yeah. you know you've got some good players on that team obviously we remember yeah. some of them from last year but um you know when you look at it is their defense that great because i mean i don't know you know is it a mediocre defense i don't know i know they score more usually so there's that but they just got they just got behind well quick. yeah they have well they usually have a random they have a random zone and i think uh, Passner really couldn't do anything about it. Uh, last year, they killed us on it. The last couple of years, we've kind of struggled on it. But again, I think Beheim talked about that with the fact that this year we have shooters. Uh, I mean, that's not to say that Battle and, and Howard and Brissett couldn't hit threes, but they are not the shoot the jump shooters that we have uh, 
on this team. And when you have those type of shooters, you can shoot defenses out of the zone, and that's exactly what we did. And it's just it's funny when you can see you get a couple years of trying to break down a zone and some players playing against it, and you get some shooters. And it's just funny to see the difference between teams and how you can break that uh, that defense down. So we our team, it's a pass <laughs> Sports is a game of matchups, man, and this was just a good matchup. And they were down, they were down a, a good player, and uh, Elijah Hughes, he came from blood, and uh, there never was never just, was a, a was question about that game, man. Laser focused, and you could see it right from the get go. And I'm, <clears throat> I'm just going the whole time. I'm going, what is going on here? For one, and for two, are they going to blow this lead? Could that actually happen? And then it blew up to like it got close to thirty. I'm like, I ain't no damn way. Anyhow, yeah, this game's yeah, over. but you you and you hit it you hit on it earlier, dude. It this year is going to be it's going to be the year of consistency because we're not going to play like that every every game. And you've seen the struggles that we've had against some of the other teams, and some of them have been proven to be pretty good teams. I don't think any of the four losses that we have are bad losses, and I don't think we'll be looked at as really bad losses when it comes down to it at the end of the year. But I'm more or less waiting to see what happens when they get in a dogfight. Guys, you look at our schedule thus far this year, and wins and losses alone, uh, I mean, what are they? You look at the losses, what's our closest loss, 14? Yeah, yeah we got crushed almost every time we lost. Our, yeah, our closest loss is 14, our closest win is 16. We haven't been in a single-point single, single point game, win or lose. No cardiac use this been year. In, we haven't been in a, yeah. We haven't been at a dog. Yeah, well, you can't count on blowing out every ACC opponent. That's Absolutely not going to happen. No, no, no. So, right. So, what happens when the pressure's on and you're in a dog fight and there's it's under, under four minute timeout and it's tied and you got to go there and get that win? You know, uh, I, that's that's yet to be seen from this team. And that's really, those are the games that we're going to need to win to make this tournament. So, uh, again, it's going to come down to consistency, but we're not going to beat every team like that. Uh, oh, obviously not. No, I don't think that we're as good as what we were in Georgia Tech. I don't think we're as bad as what we were previously okay. shooting against the other fourth losses. Um, I think we're somewhere in the middle, but again, uh, it's going to be the grit and determination and how we play the team in those dog fights, those close games. Um, and that's just yet to be seen. The orange and we might, we might be in one Saturday. Yeah, the Saturday game. Saturday's game worries me a little bit. It's worth mentioning too. Um, the battle of the boards is won by the Orange. What was it thirty to forty, Joe? 40, forty to thirty. To me? 30. Yeah, forty to thirty. So yeah. by ten, it's that's that's big to me. Like I, I, I got to see the rebounds, man, because I just feel like this team is just. It feels like if they get. They lose the battle of the boards two games in a row. It feels like the whole season to me for whatever reason. It's just it's really frustrating for me to watch, yeah. and I'm not real sure why. Twenty three assists, twenty three assists was another oh, good tw- number. Twenty three steals on on twenty eight scores, right? On twenty eight baskets, right? It was something like that. What was it? What was it? Oh, I think I it know. was twenty three assists. On we had twenty. We had twenty stocks. Okay. All right. Either way. It was high. 23 assists on like 28 baskets, something like that. 23 assists on 29 baskets. Oh, okay. There you go. 29. That's yep. that's phenomenal. That's big time. You know, that's, the, that's that new stat now, right? Stocks? You heard about that, right? N- no. Uh-uh. No, no, no. Yeah, stocks. Steals and blocks. Added up. What? Yeah. Stop it. Stocks. We had 20 stocks. That's terrible. <laughs> that's, that's so bad. I, I, it's not mine. I know I it's not somebody. yours. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. All right, I'm look. just saying that number matters. 
that number does matter, but each individually also. 20 to 10 in stocks. All right. 20 to 10 in stocks. Is this something we're going to do every game now? <laughs> I mean, we can. can make it a thing. Where'd you get it from? Go on. Don't do this backhand thing to me. Stop. Stop. I never backhand you via Skype, bro. I would never do that. It's disrespectful. Dude, we're a, it's we're disrespectful. A away, we're a state away. I was swatting a fly. Let's I was go. in your state today. Oh, were you? And I was in your state Friday, by the way. All right, look, attention, 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 attention. If you like to bet online, I have got a deal for you. If you don't know already, my bookie, great sponsor of this show, loyal, uh, proud sponsor of this show, my bookie is. If you do not know what betting online is all about, go ahead, research it, see if it's right for you. If you do know what it's about and you have used sports books before, Go ahead and try my bookie out. I have got a hell of a deal for you. You don't even need to be a Q's fan, and you don't even need to bet on sports. It doesn't matter whether you're experienced or first time. Uh, my bookie welcomes all that come to play. Uh, so quit waiting around and sign up today. Just log on to mybookie.ag and make your first deposit. If you use the promo code CHAIR, uh, my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart your bankroll. Up to a thousand bucks, they will match you dollar for dollar. Um, so, you know, it's simple. Go to mybookie.ag. Type in the promo code CHAIR, C H A I R. Get that dollar for dollar match. You can do 20 bucks, you can do. 200 bucks you know get the get the get the 100 percent uh deposit match so <clears throat> go to my bookie one more time mybookie.ag use the promo code share get that deal you play you win you get paid thanks my bookie so um it is time and Thor. It, it's and time and feedback that's okay Alright guys, you know what to do at the end of every game. I propose a question and it prompts you to leave your feedback. It'll say thoughts on the game. It's that simple. Look. So there was a lot. There was a lot of the same. So it was really tough for me to try to pick some stuff that would create conversation and be a little different. So right. let's start with sometimes it's really hard, sometimes it's really easy. Uh, let's start with a uh, at GMAC HB. Turn in the corner, question mark. Any road win is a big win. Now, look, turn the corner. We don't know. We won't know until after Georgetown. So after Georgetown, mm-hmm. uh, we will see during that game. No, we still might not know. We still might not know, but I will say this, though. Coming out of Georgetown, if we did, hypothetically just speaking, if we won that game and we have those other three games, that's only going to help to go on that stretch. That would be a five-game stretch right. if, we could, win <laughs> well, them all, if con- we could win them all. Confidence and continuity stretch, yeah. Right, yes. Um, so turn the corner. Well, we won't see. I'm not going to buy after one game. I can't buy that. I have to hold. So any road win is a big win. Absolutely. I saw some negativity. I saw a little bit of negativity saying, uh, you know, uh, at Terry Keys, for example, don't get too excited. Georgia Tech is not a tourney team. Well, how do we know? How do we know? How do we know no, if Georgia Tech is well, a tourney team? Well, I think because they're actually on sanctions and they can't make it to the postseason. Oh, that's right. So. <laughs> that's, oh, technically they are, they are <laughs> not a tourney team. <laughs> technically, he's absolutely right. They could win every single game. And, yeah, they're not going to be a tournament team. But That's right. That's right. Um. 
uh, he's pro- I mean, he's probably right in that sense. I think Alvarado being hurt probably hurt their chances a little bit. They'd have to go on a tear in the ACC. Uh, he's not coming back until December 31st uh, against Florida State, so they're already going to be in a, uh, ACC play again. Um, so he's probably right. And again, I think uh, I, I I kind of agree with him. I, I I like the positivity, but I don't like the over the board positivity with you know turning the corner. As far as as long as you're saying turning the corner, like okay, they're getting a little better, and not turning the corner. We're here. Like uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, yeah. it depends on what kind of how sharp you're trying to turn that corner. I guess. Uh, because, like I said, until we get into a dogfight and it's close games, and we got to, you know, pressures on. Uh, yeah, there has not been any of that this year. No, nah, I don't think there has. There I don't hasn't. think that they've been in a competitive game under five minutes. The beginning of the Cornell game Six, was seven. tight. The first half of the Cornell game was tight. I'm not talking. Yeah, but I'm not even talking. I'm telling you, the end of the game. I know that. The, I know that. I mean, Never. Not how many games did the last under ten minutes? How cl- I mean, what games have they been in? None. They either um, were blowing they, them out or they were right. getting their asses kicked. Weren't they? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So At, that's when you're. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to let you go. I already stole your, your open. I'm sorry about that. I didn't. I was <laughs> no, just joking around. I thought you were going to keep talking. No. But you were like, all right, we're just going right into the same feedback. So, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, sorry. Well, I mean, you know, it, this is unrehearsed. Uh, if not now, when 84? Hughes was insane, but he got hot later. Uh, literally told total domination from start to finish. Georgia Tech looked like they quit two minutes into the second half. Absolutely must win. Let's start a run. Go Cuse. Joe. Hmm. It was a. It was as much of a must win this early as anything. But a, was it really a must win? You think? I mean, it. That. I mean, I'm right there on it. I'm right on the cusp of calling it a must win. Just for. Just for. Just for morale's sake. For crying out loud, has nothing to do with the end of the season. But just for freaking confidence and morale, team morale. Just to get a team win like that. Um, I would. I would agree with that. Maybe not for the tournament sake or anything like that, but yeah, you know. I mean the way that, that that this fan base is and the way it goes, I think that we could have. Obviously, you're going to have the guys that are the fans that are upset no matter what. If when they lose, you're going to have the people that are going to be able to justify why they lost a game at Georgia Tech um, if they were to lose. And I think it, we could have lost at Georgia Tech. People would have been mad for a week. And then it would have came down to the Georgetown game. And if we were to beat Georgetown and then we go and we beat North Florida and Oakland and Niagara to finish out the non-conference and win four in a row, then it would be probably the same reaction that we're reading right now. So um, it all really depends, I think, on personal opinion. If you look at numbers-wise and the fact that we have so many more games left, it's definitely not a must-win. But again, like you said, just for morale and that thought, the thought of us even being a tournament team, then yeah, I'd say that that was just to lift the fan spirits, lift their spirits. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, they don't care as much as we care guys. That's the truth. Right, Joe. You think that's fair to say? Like, I know they care, but we dwell yeah, on that well, stuff I mean, they, way more than they do. Well, cause they got to be on to the next one. Right. And, well, exactly. and we sit there and wait for the next one and right. talk about it. So right. yeah, again, that's, that's really how it works as far as, like you said, is we more dwell and talk about it more. Um, they go through the game, the experience, and the you know the emotions after the game, whether it's a win or a loss, then they probably 
you know, sleep on it, look at tape the next day, and then it's on to the next one. Uh, <laughs> we're going to sit here. If we would have lost to Georgia Tech, we would have been talking about this loss for a week. So, Well, like we did last year, at DFIN01 says, glad we were able to get them back after last year's embarrassing loss in the Dome. Also thought Howard Washington earned starter minutes, uh, or at least more. Edwards is looking better. feel like he could play more as well. So, um, yeah, Howard's not a starter, I don't think. But I will say... If he can stay as good as he was, he's another one when it comes down to individual consistency. He needs to show that. And along with Gerard, to be quite honest with you. So um, when it comes down when it comes down to that, I agree. But I think I think getting Howard in the game against Georgia Tech was very important. For I think it was very important for Howard himself. And I think it was a great call to give him 17 minutes. It's really good. It's a lot of time. Yeah. So well, I, some, some argue that some would argue that the Bayheim probably gave Gadine more opportunities than he really probably, probably even deserved. Yeah, right. So, right. um, based on, well, it's I, always no, based I, off of what he does, what they do in practice, on, which we don't exactly, see. Exactly. Which again, a lot of stuff, I was just going to say that's without that speculating, you know, what goes on in practice and the fact that, Again, he was a highly rated recruit, so I think that they were looking for him to take a role on this team, especially when Kerry got hurt. Uh, but again, sometimes just people aren't ready, and that's fine. That's okay. It's not a problem. But you know, who's going to step up? And again, Howard stepping up. I think right Experience. where he, right where his minutes are. I think his minutes probably depend on Gerard's minutes because realistically, you're not going to have both of them in there, and you're going to be basically using. Basically, those minutes dispel the other guy. So, right. That's basically going to depend on Gerard. At Oil Cues, and I'm just throwing this one in there because it's right here. He says, You guys said Georgia Tech was good. WTF happened. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing with the previews. Here's a little secret that we're just going to tell you we don't ever act like any team's bad. Right. Exactly. So it's just it's, it's all in the eye of the beholder, buddy. Yes, yes. We just we're just throw out the stats and tell you the worst of it. Just just to give you know, just to you know, bring down your confidence level a little bit to just ground you. To just ground you. So Yeah, I mean to our our defense, they were four and two. They yeah, were one and zero in the ACC. They, beat they NC already State. beaten NC State. Yeah. Right? They yeah. just got done beating Nebraska in the Big Ten ACC championship at home by seventeen. Yeah. So again, um, and based upon the way that we've been playing, I think that uh, we were pretty justified. And uh, if you want to get on us, Vegas had us as an underdog as well. So yeah, three, I don't know. Really, look, I, WTF? Because we don't know either, buddy. But all I know is I liked it. Yeah. So. Hey, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be that wrong all the time, Patrick. All the time. Mm-hmm. Happy to be that wrong. Uh, Brian on Facebook, top fan, Brian on Facebook. He says Howard Washington played a big part in that game and should uh, for the rest of the year. Great passer in movement in the offense instead of everyone standing around. Yeah, the ball movement was great. They were active. They one thing I noticed is that they never they never looked tired. They never looked like they got wore out. I mean, they were just freaking nailing. Now Georgia Tech, on the other hand, they looked gassed. They looked gassed. So, and it, a lot of that has to do with getting your ass kicked, right? Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah, body a lot language. To do with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're when you're in the zone and you're playing, you got the adrenaline going that way. Then, uh, 
then yeah, <laughs> it can definitely help as far as the whole endurance process type thing. And again, when you get your butt kicked, you don't want to be out there anymore. So even if you're not tired, sometimes people tend to look at just because they're just disinterested and they just want it to be over with. Yeah. Even though it's really not. Um, obviously, what, that's simple. People are out there trying, obviously. But when you're down 30 with 10 minutes to go, there's really nothing you can do. Um, one more about Howard. Uh, Coach Jeff. Coach Jeff's not a top fan, but we're going to we're gonna read his comment anyway because that's how we are. Having firsthand knowledge of what Howard's been through, it was amazing to see what he's done on the court and played with him himself and got minutes. Hope you continue to see it's. I hope you continue to see its playing time race by doing well. Best of luck, Howard. So, um, yeah, good to see. We talked about him overcoming some adversity. Obviously, mm-hmm. last year had a stroke. Very. I mean, it's amazing that you know he came out of that as quick as he did. And he was actually on the court after that last year. I mean, that so. can that can end people's careers. So, oh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, uh, which is why, which is why uh, I threw those three comments in because I feel like it is um, it's due. And I could, I just hope that I hope that um, that this could be something a, a great storyline for this year. I really hope that. No, I mean it already is a great story. It is. But it is for somebody to be able to come back from that and actually be. I'm talking about this year. To play right, right, right. to play a big role, he has not played a role no. really at all, and no, to play see, yeah. to play a role and be a part of part of this team in, in you know ten fifteen minutes a game, something like that would be it'd just be great. It would be great. I love those types of stories. The kid um, has a great freaking attitude, and he is he's he's a fighter man, and he's yeah. out there and he just wants the ball. So. Yep. Whether he's on the bench or he's on the court, he's got a great attitude. Absolutely. Great teammate. So. Yep. Absolutely. So, uh, top fan, Daryl. He says, I missed the game. I had to work. I'm pissed. Great win. Dude, I wish they had something that, like, you, if you had to work and there was an SU game on, like, you could record it while you were, like, working. And then when you yeah. were done working, you could come back. Oh, you mean like a VCR? Huh? Oh, like the, the VCR. Yeah, VCR, VCR. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but yeah. not with, but without the tape and all that, you know. Oh, like a DVR. DV. Yeah, maybe. What's that stand for? <laughs> that's dig- digital video recorder. <laughs> yes, that's perfect. You should invent that, Joe. Um, I'm kidding. Darryl. I'll do my best. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You missed a great game, though. Uh, Chris says Eli's thumb was taped up uh, on his shooting hand, hiding new robotics. Maybe we'll, we'll never we'll never know. It was taped up last game too. Yeah, it was taped up last game. And we never even talked about it. No, um, no, it's because you didn't hit all those. Yeah, Jake says, "Who was that team?" Here's a keyword key to winning: hit shots. Well, yes, obviously. So, anyways, um, yeah, it was fun to watch, and um, I hope that. You know, I hope that we can continue. Uh, we will see, and we will be bringing it to you. Obviously, uh, I think probably we're a day late with this. Tyler, sure. So day late. Well, uh, speak for yourself, buddy. So, hey, man. Speaking of Eli, buddy. What? Eli what? Manning. Eli Manning back on the Schneid. Just threw his second touchdown. Oh, he's Philly, playing right now. Beating Philly seventeen to three. Yeah, Daniel Jones is out. 
Oh, I'll I'll root for the Giants with Eli in. Let yeah, me just say buddy. while we're talking, while we're off the uh, while we're off Syracuse sports, real quick. I don't even know if you know this, Joe, but um, Cole Pern walked away from NASCAR today. So very very sombering day for Not me. only did I not hear that, I you don't, don't care. know who Cole Pern is. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Cole Pern, man, Cole Pern. Come on, it's know, Martin man. Truex Jr.'s crew chief, man. Uh, no. They won more races than any driver crew chief combo the past four years. Finished fourth, first, second, and second in the championship the last the last four years, something like that. So, uh, yeah, it sucks. Anyway, mm. no one else cares. It's gonna so, end sometime. Uh, well, he walked away from NASCAR to be spend time with his kids. So. Uh, at no, least he's yeah. not going into another team. So I want to thank right. my bookie. Go to my bookie and uh, go uh, enter the promo code chair. They will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Hey, I want to thank also Blue Chew. Go to bluechew.com, enter the promo code armchair, and um, they'll give you your first shipment free. Just pay the $5 shipping. I want to thank all of you. Thank you for participating in fan feedback. Thanks for listening. Obviously, we appreciate y'all. Get those reviews and ratings in. You got to hit the, give us the five stars. I don't even think they can go less than that. So you might as well just put five down and uh, do a written <laughs> review. You got to write a review for me to get your name. If you just hit the stars, I don't know who you are. Got to write the review um, to be entered to win the hat and the swag. You get both. So thanks to all of you. We, I, we appreciate it. Joe appreciates it, too, believe it or not. Uh, I do. Thanks to James on guitar. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Hey. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. 
They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.